Okay, my friends, Nick Libretti here. Long Ash Podcast with me as always, treading waters. Well, you even look like water today with that blue shirt. Yep, there you go. Uh, special guest today, very interesting, very fun episode. We have us with us, us with, with us. Wait, who? Yep. See? Okay. See? Mistakes. Wow. Uh, we have with us uh, the legendary national education manager for Altidus USA, Mr. Travis Pappenheim. Na- this is national. National. Education manager. Nope. There's no there's no divisions nope. or or like no a western conference. conference. No no groups. If there was a if there was a western conference, I feel like we did this before. I did. We did. We did. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So Travis, thanks for being with us. Uh, Good job. <laughs> we are going to. Uh, Gee, do you a, actually stumped him. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> we're doing an official cigar um, testing t- tasting testing t- tasting testing. Testing? Tasting? Smoking test. Smoking testing one. Yeah. Okay. New blends. Uh, new blends. Cigar review. Yeah. There you go. So he has brought official, we've got official papers, we got documents. We do. All in English. Thank God. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Travis, tell us a little bit really quick um, about where, like, how, how does this process normally go? Who does this process, you know, in the factory, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it, when we make cigars, it, it, you've. In essence, you've got to taste different blends that are within the, within the project. And by getting them in front of the right people, like our Grupo de Maestros tasting panel in, the, in, in Fort Lauderdale and around the country, we just get people's ideas on what they get out of it. But it, it, it's crucial that we do a, a test on each one of the proposed blends. And then from there, then we can slightly modify the blend to get to the final result. But this isn't only used for that because on Thursdays down in the Dominican, they at one o'clock on Thursdays, they all get together and they'll they could smoke 10 cigars. They could smoke 25 cigars, depending on how many needed to be done. And the, the secretary or one of the assistants down there will pull cigars that are a current and existing blend to ensure that the, the cigars that they're making meet the qualifications and standards by flavor and quality that we are currently making to make sure they're the same. Because the crops change every year. Right. And when they change, we change, do modify the blend. The master blenders just go through and tweak it to make sure those flavors don't change. But we just want to make sure throughout the year that everything's the same. No, I mean, that's, that's the kind of, you know, consistency that one comes to expect, you know, with, with an Altidus product. I mean, really all factories should be doing, you know, this level of quality control. Um, because I feel like you made a good point. I feel like people forget about, you know, the blend from five years ago and they just assume all things are going to be equal. But it's important to keep checking those because crops change, flavors change. We earth about change. That. We talked earth changes and keeps on changing. Just believe it, something as small as the heat index yeah. changes a half a degree. Say, earth the growth cycle can affect that plant. Making fun of me? I say earth, you're making fun of me? Well, he no. comes in with spitting facts. With Dion from Illusione, he was all about, he's like, he's like he's sometimes all about I, heat have, I have to change a blend every year to maintain this the same flavor profile right. as the year before, but I got to go to a different you know, a different uh, farm grid or I got to do a different priming to, to mimic what it was last year. Maybe slightly modify a yeah. fermentation, do a secondary fermentation or, or find when you can modify just a little exactly. bit to meet that. It, to, to, it's, to me, it's ongoing. Yeah, because people, people, I mean, people go for, when people go for a blend, as long as it tastes the way that they like and expect it, they don't care that it's like, oh, it's a different priming. Oh, it's a Viso as opposed to a Seiko now in the fill. Like it tastes the same and burns the same as it did. That's what customers care about. Um, so we got too excited and lit these up really quick. We did do a really quick. Um, there's a whole well, we got portion a lot on do. here. Yeah, yeah. So we, we got, got three we cigars. Got papers. We got three uh, cigars. Greg was itching over here. There's a whole um, section here on appearance, and we went through that to make sure. Well, why don't we, we go over that? We can go over that right now. So let's do it. 
Okay. I don't know, feel like you're going to the next one already. I was, I was going to give an overview. Oh, okay. Fine. You know. We got two more we can go over with it, too. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? What, we, okay, get a, you know what? we finally get our first guest in, in like six years and we're going to crumble like that? Listen, you're on fire today. You got to you cool I, I off. I'm sweating You right got to cool off. Sweating. Right? <laughs> Throw this water in your Please. face. Please. You got you got, a, you got a vintage seltzer. You got bottles of water. You're vintage. Set. It's aged seltzer. The Grupo de Maestros tasted that seltzer. Yes. Put it in the aging rooms. So now we're, we're on to the, the smoking portion of it. Um... So what what do you generally look for, uh, like right off the bat, like your first kind of light, you know, as soon as you light it, the the first initial light, there there's really no judgments on the cigar at all. We we don't like to do any judging of it until we get eighth of an inch, sixteenth of an inch, and let those the oils that are in the filler in the binder warm up because if not, you're you're really just tasting the wrapper, maybe a little bit of the binder. Fillers really just haven't had time to do anything yet. So you got to let the, the, the oils in there warm up to where they expand. When you bring the smoke over it, it goes over those oils and brings some of that flavor into the cigar. So until you let it warm up, there's, there's really no use. So that's where a lot of the conversations about everything except for cigars. When we do this, there is no conversation about what they're tasting, what they're getting, or what that, anyone's doing with that cigar. You know, hey, mine's doing this. Is yours doing this? There's none of that. It's all no, a conversation it's about how things are going. What I feel like they don't even doing. talk because I remember when we were down there in Honduras. There was like there was no like conversation. I was like, serious they're business. Just, like, well, they work together. You know, 10, 12 hours a day, five, six days a week. Yeah, they know about each other. They don't need to ask how the kids are doing because they know. But uh, there is minimal conversation. So you they're worried about me? the cigar. Oh yeah, I don't care about your kids. You ask about my kids all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's a facade. Oh, yeah, all right. Oh, well, they're not fine. You have kids. What? <laughs> But to going back to this, we they, there's not the minimal conversation because it's really about the cigar. <laughs> minimal conversation. You're on the wrong minimal, show. Buddy. Minimal conversation. You're on the wrong, I the said, wrong show. I said down there, not here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're gonna they're, they're, when they smoke it, they're not gonna smoke more than probably an inch, maybe an inch and a half out of the cigar. It's a shame that we're only supposed to do like an inch because I actually, you know, I, I, you know, again, you said you don't, don't judge like the first few puffs. I found the first few puffs to be a little. Too much in your face, but this is it's getting better now and really settling in nicely. So I'm kind of you know I would it, it, it's actually a tougher job than you think because especially if you're a cigar guy, you get into it. You're like oh, I want to keep smoking this, but you have to go on to the next one and then you know kind of clean your palate out. But um, I will say my ash is looking like almost ovalish. You see what's like coming out like an oval. It's yeah. not round, but that's but like it's burning even though. You get that little dip right in here. Where, Where are we looking? Quit rolling it. <laughs> right in here yeah and that was one of those soft spots you may have had it seems right to be maintaining but man. if you look at that mine like yours guys yours guys his looks great that was that the guys, ash looks nice and nice oh, look and at that. white and yeah. white and tight but look at the color variation between his night and mine right. just the cigar alone right yeah, yeah you're right. a little darker see i thought yours was a little darker oh, if you look at, we need a look woman the ash right i'm here, wondering really because i have this cigar meat see how that's got a, a darker Oh, I see. Down. I got, I got you. Okay, that's so where you're you, looking. So, like, like there should be no touch-ups in this, like you would if you were just like enjoying a cigar. Maybe you got to touch it up a little bit. You just got to let this roll for because you got to review it just purely out of how it's going to smoke, you know, on a, on its own. Right. If you've got a run or, or like a, a big dip that you just from experience, you know that that's not going to catch up. Touch it up. But there's a spot on here that we can notate that number of touch-ups. We mark that down. 
So you so you smoke this for an inch and then you go to your review sheet. Yeah. Or do your review sheet as you're smoking it because we're not normally conversing with each other. We're looking at the cigar. We're judging right. what the, the what the lines are doing, what the smoke off of it is, the aromas we're getting off of it. Um, I mean, there's just a lot that we're dealing with just that one cigar that, yeah, the conversations are there, but we're still going through and adding. Do you go? Do you like to go in order? No. No, you go. Okay. I'm all over the board for me. I got you. I know most of the grupos as they go through, they'll get the the, the flavor notes toward the end, the, the saltiness, sweetness, kind of the, the the tongue sensations. They'll get right in the middle or, or at the beginning. I'm kind of just throw it out whenever. Um, but then we get down to the very bottom, some of those ash. What's that ash doing? I mean, they want to get into that just a little bit, but then they'll always break that ash off once it hits about an inch. Is it in most you'll see on these sheets and most people don't understand what the word conic means. Conic just if you looked at the inside of that ash, does it form a cone? Does it a top side of your cigar form a, a cone shape? And that's because we want the thickest tobaccos in the middle because that's the hottest spot of that ember. So that's why we want that that cone to come up and it brings in more oxygen when you're burning it. Oxygen opens up those flavors. So it's important as a manufacturer that we have a conic burn. We don't want it burning flat or inverted. What are you getting, Greg? For flavor? Yeah. Um, like a uh, definitely a wood. I got wood. I got I got mid leather. Yeah, I would say that. I got mid leather is probably my highest my highest ranked one here in terms of amount. Really? I'm getting a lot of like that you know that that juicy beefy leather like a, a like a nightshade kind of not really? as dark but I'm getting like a juicy leather. You're getting that much, huh? Yeah. Say low, more mid wood. I give it low wood. I give it mid leather. We're, we're in the ballpark. Yeah, mid wood, low wood. We're, we're in we're high wood. We're in city fields. We're there. Yeah, we're there. Uh, mine low on the moist earth, low on the dry fruit. Um, I got uh, the coffee and cream. I was I was gonna let it develop a little bit, see if it does change on me. But the woodiness I put as a, a, a mid, a mid to high. Leathery notes, mid to high. Chocolate, no. Cinnamon, no. Toasted, low. Toasted being the, like, if you, when you're walking up to a campfire, when like, you just drove into a camp a campsite, your buddies all have the, the campfire lit up, and you're just walking up toward it. That's kind of that toasted, not the smoke coming up from the campfire right in your face. Um, Thank you for explaining that, because now I can put that as, I got a low amount, because I didn't know what toasted. It, and that's why I explained it that way, because a lot of people don't. There's some on here that I'm like, yeah, like what do you mean by that? What you is f- fermented? Like, what's what, what should you taste in terms of a fermented if you've ever walked into a fermentation facility yeah, and you get that, that like pungent, not so much the ammonias, but that, that tobacco, a heated tobacco that's not burning, oh, like that. but that really warm hundred plus degree vape that you get off of tobaccos and the oils that come off that. The, really the good one, not the, not the pneumonia, like the, right. that good, almost sweet tobacco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm an idiot. What? I thought this was tasting nuts. <laughs> I didn't le- read that it was aroma. It's smell. It's not taste. Yeah, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you be a big dumb. Yeah. <laughs> we well, will taste, never get a job. <laughs> taste is translated to nose, right? <laughs> right. You gotta, well, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sure. It's a wonderful life. You just stand back and watch the monkeys in the zoo. <laughs> You don't want to go in and join them, but you know. So, and on the taste, I got no salty. I got like a low. When I say sweet, not not your typical sweet. I'm getting like a, like a natural tobacco sweetness. 
kind of like we were talking about for the for the aroma, like when you walk into like a like a barn, like a curing barn, you get that kind of sweet tobacco smell. I'm getting a little bit of that in the taste. No acid, not really bitter. The bitterness is a big one for us. Yeah, we uh, we don't. I, like I got mid and, and spicy. Like for spicy, I got I put mid. Um, no metallic, not really creamy, not really dry either. See, you need more descriptive things here because according to this, this only has like two flavors, but it has more than that. It's just in terms of what has been laid out before me, it only I'm only sensing these two. And remember, down in the factories, they don't deal a lot with the flavor profile. That's more of an American thing. We're the ones who are in the wine industry. Oh, we got to break down and taste like this juniper berry that was harvested in September by a one-legged man in, in this little village in, in Eastern Africa. No, it, 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 we, they, they're, it's good or it's not good. Or there are certain hints, the metallic notes, you know, in certain annotations that they look for. So spiciness, that's an important one because it tells us a little bit about the tobacco. The uh, ammonias are really big, which the ammonias cause that bitterness. That's why it's a big negative for us. Um, the dry or the creamy, that tells us, did we blend that to make it savory or did we make it almost too dry? Because Dominican tobaccos tend to be on that drier side. You know, they, they'll, they'll almost have that impression of, drying the, the palate out so we want to make sure it's a good balance um depending on what the blend is being put together so i'm giving this i'm this, this is this is so what's the difference nice. between pleasant taste and pleasant perception uh, obviously taste is like you enjoyed the taste but perception what is that balance does it have good good body level balance with flavor balance does it does does the package all work together got it And this strength, I remember I said was medium. Uh, if, if for those who are on camera or watching right now, uh, we do have a, a, an aroma section, we've got a taste section, and then we've got a burn section because burn is, is another one that's very important. As you we may have heard us allude to, is we look for that add that flaky ash. We're going to look for that separation of the binder and wrapper separating from the filler. Um, is the filler burning equally? Is, is the, the actual wrapper burning evenly? Do we have a dark line, which may tell us the, the fermentation on the, on the binder may be, may be wrong. I mean, it's hard to say. But there's a lot of qualities that we look at with the burn in regards to the blend that we put together. Because if there's too much of an expansion, maybe it's too much body in the filler and the cigar expands too much, it's going to crack on you. Right. If we're seeing that overstretch, we're going to know it ahead of time. And maybe we could knock that down a little bit on the grade level so it's not quite as strong but it just it, it it's part of that expansion you know we don't want that cigar cracking on everybody when they're smoking right nothing worse than smoking i'm gonna go for my taste and perception i think i got this dialed in i think it had good taste i'm giving it a 14 for the taste but i think the balance of the flavors that are there is is exceptional so i'm giving that a 13 and a half out of 15 for the that's where i wanted balance. i wanted to also come back to this so chart this is 27 and a half on for the taste and perception it's zero through 20 and it goes up every two how would you like because every palette's different right so if you had if you had to review each cigar or whatever like the best tasting cigar of course is a 20 but you have those ones that are in between how do you like on a grading level like would you say like a c a c is a 10 would you say like a C plus is a 12, like a B plus, you know, a B is a 14, B plus is 16. Yeah, I a, would assume when, a all, the, when all the groupos do it, like that, 
I would say if everything in here that would be different from each reviewer would probably be that line, but if everything else is consistent, then that's kind of just right. like a preference thing. But I, right, but yeah. what I'm saying is like from other cigars you had, because like this is a good tasting cigar, but it's not like... It's not Best my, testing. Right. right. Like, that's like, why I give it a 14 out of 20. I'm, I'm like, this is... It is definitely above average. I'm enjoying the flavors, but it's not flavors I would hand pick. So you'd myself. give it a B. I give it a B. Yeah, I think that's a good. But I gave it an A minus for the perception because it is very well balanced. The flavors that are there, even though they might not be my favorite flavors, I'm enjoying them and they're very well balanced. I don't disagree. with And you. then for aroma, I'm gonna give this. This smells good. I'm gonna give this guy a twelve it out of fifteen. Great. I'm gonna give this a twelve out of fifteen. You smell good. Um, and we said medium body for this, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's hitting around the button. But I don't like to give anything perfect, so you're going to get a 19 out of 20. Only because, again, I know we're not supposed to judge that like those first few puffs, but it, it, it came on pretty strong at the bar. I went home with it, but the first few pickup lines were a little much. But, you know, eventually they wore me down. So she was one way, and then when you woke up, she, a lot better. She? You got knocked down and got up again? He ain't never going to keep me down. I don't know. <laughs> So wow, that's I'm already point I've, I've ashed off, but you can see where mine has that little bit of a cone. It's not directly center, but it is near the center. So I would uh, give that just one, probably one bump down, which is what I did, and then just slightly. But it is got still got that conic shape. And you probably said it longitudinal, long, longitudinal fissure. Conic what ash. Is, I'm gonna is, say yeah, uh, yes. I'll get that a half. The flaky ash, mine was not flaky at all, so I'm going to say uh, no, but those are actually backwards. Flaky ash, yes, no, I, I, that's, those are numbers are backwards. I didn't adjust the sheet when I changed it to English. So that will be a zero. You're not adding any negative. Oh, wait, that is one. Oh, yeah, all right. right. Longitudinal fissure, and then the one below it, the transversal fissure. Uh, longitudinal fissure is if you're looking at the ash, and it's, it literally just splits apart in just the ash. So if you're looking so at like your ash. So it's split like this way. Vertical. Yeah, so like the seam is going down the yep. middle. Long, long ways to the cigar. Yeah, so longitudinal fissure. I ain't got that. I ain't got that at all. And then transversal will be that if you're in just in the ash, not so much on the cigar, but in the ash, so you just like see where all of a sudden if these goes, gaps were bigger, it just it just literally would just split apart. I mean, they'll just separate like a, like a banana peel. And just right. uh, definitely apart. not tunneling at all. Let's check out the smoke levels. Satisfactory amount of smoke. He is compact ash. Why, yeah, why is that one important? Good. You think? Which one? Amount of smoke. Satisfactory amount of smoke. Uh, I mean to make sure that the 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 draw is good, that it's producing the amount of smoke that. And it's not engulfing you. Yeah, it's not engulfing you, or it's not too hard of a draw where you got to suck at it to get anything out of it. Maybe you ever smoked a cigar or, with or the, the cigar is too wet or something, or if it if it burns not enough or too much. Have you ever had a cigar where it uh, it literally the the smoke that was produced was so minimal that you didn't feel like there was any reward yeah. afterwards? And that's part of it is we we as consumers we're smoking a cigar we're not smoking air, so we want to make sure that we're meeting what we needs to be done. Um, we don't want to do any kind of additions to the leaf, which I've I've seen in the industry to infuse that smoke to make sure that there's more smoke out of it. But if we need to make a change, which we've done. You just add a different grading level and adjust a lower level on something else to give you that same perception that we're looking for, but give it that extra smoke that we're, that, as a reward for your smoking. You want that smoke there. Are we allowed to talk what brand this is? Uh, uh, well, 
No. If I knew what brand it was, yes, I, I can tell you. But oh. I don't even know what they were. Oh, I just okay. knew these were were in the list, and I just grabbed them. I don't even know what we're smoking, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. I could probably find out later. But what do you think it might be, though? Romeo. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, you're good. Thanks. If I if I if I had to take this blend and put it under an umbrella, I'm like, this is, this would be a Romeo. Yeah. It doesn't fit. I mean, it's definitely not a Monte Cristo. Unless it's like a. Yeah, I don't think it's a Monte Cristo. It doesn't really fit under the Warhawk line. I don't think it would be a new Warhawk. Not not dark and bold enough to be a, a new Trinidad. At least the style they're going right now. But who'd have thought that Monte Cristo would have a Nicaraguan Puro that has that yeah. at one time? I mean, we 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 just. You don't I, think about I'm that. I'm also thinking, I mean, I know you probably do certain sizes just to test. They might not be production sizes. This looks fatter than um, your typical Monte Cristo. They usually come, I would say, a little. This is what, like a 56? Yeah, I was going to say it's about a 56. Yeah, I, I feel like that's definitely a Romeo size. Like a old, like the old Romeo Havocs. Yeah. Um, so my overall score, I gave it, I got it. I gave it an 86. 84.5. 87. My draw is a little too. It was a little hard. That's where I think the, the points went down a little bit. Your draw was a little tough. Yeah, a little firm. My, mine is always on the flavor because the last time I did one of these, that's where it loses because like everything else is pretty like pretty solid points. It's just there's so much emphasis put on flavor. Like like the, that number amount is so high that if it's not like right up my alley, I feel like that's where it's always going to lose. Yeah. But overall, very. I mean, solid you gave star. it a, you gave it a higher rating than me. I'm also pretty generous because, again, I, I... Such a nice guy. I am. Well, no, because I also, I, I understand, I, I really look into, like like he said, like the handmade product and everything. So I, I just try to What are you to trying be, to tell me? I'm trying to tell you you're, sometimes you're a little tough. Uh, right. What did you guys give it on the appearance? 14 and a half. 14 and a half as well. Okay, I got, well, mine was a 12. So I knocked mine down a little bit. I had some, some visual stuff that I was looking at going, eh, I'm just not happy with what I see here because I know it's got to go to retail sale and what would my consumers think? And then the, the, uh, the, the aroma... Or the taste as we, yeah, as, as thought, you guys thought. I was gonna wait for you guys, <laughs> but uh, you gave it twelve. Yeah, both of us. Yep, me too. Yep. The uh, next one, taste. I gave it a twenty-seven and a half. Same. I pegged that one. Thirty-five. Wow. Oh, you gave it nice. Yep. I thought it was very pleasant. Again, I thought that the flavors were good. I thought they were really well balanced. They're not just. Again, that this that one line is where it's going to be totally just opinion based. There's not the flavors I would usually go for, but I thought they were very good, so that's why I, I, for the flavor part out of twenty, I gave it a fourteen out of twenty. Um, strength, I gave it a nineteen. It was basically right on. I gave it a twenty. Yeah, um, I thought it was straight on. And then for burn, I gave it a thirteen out of fifteen. Ten and a half. Yeah, uh, the strength, I gave it a fifteen. I thought it was a little under. That was a little under? On mine. Okay. Hmm. Doesn't mean your guys' wasn't right. spot on, but for mine, I just felt it was slightly under where I thought the medium should be with the with the with in regards to the flavor. Right. With the perception at the same time. Perception I thought was good, but I just thought the, the, the body was just need a little bit more, in my opinion. And then what would you give for your burn at the end? 15. 10 and a half. 13. I had no issues, but you, oh, had, the, you had the dividing, you know, that little bit of soft spot. Like I did, I did, but it, but it, it, it I, I, I kind of, it, it, it has, uh, what's the word? Not reclaimed itself. Uh, recovered. Recovered. It's recovered very well because like that, that's 
pretty freaking even right yeah, there. Yeah, yours is yours turned Your, out really good. Mine came out nice, yeah. I was just looking at that beginning where you had those those. Yeah, and you can, spots, you can even but... see like some of the spots where it has like, you could see that the ash is like kind of getting more white and more tight the more it goes. It was a little spotty up there. But I, overall, I think if this was eight or nine dollars, I think this would be a phenomenal seller. I think eight or nine bucks, this would be tr tremendous seller. Might throw it out there. You were saying Romeo. Right. You said it probably wasn't Monty. I, I would assume I not a Monty. Just unless... by what you're in, envisioning. And that's good to think about what brands it could be, but don't forget there's other brands like Vegafina. I could see this being a Vegafina. Maybe something new like a Don Diego new launch. I okay, yeah, I forgot that that brand existed. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot that we that we work with that you, they you know what they work out of their factory. Like if this was TDG, um, they know what cigars they make and what could be proposed. So they'll have a pretty good idea just looking at it and smoking it and going, oh yeah. But this does is a does that happen sometimes? Does that happen when there's like, oh, we want to make a new Monte Cristo and they're smoking a blend and they're like. No, we're not really liking it for this, but actually this would fit very well under the H. Upman banner. And then they make it an H. Upman instead. Like, has that happened before? We've, we have done stuff like that before to where we, we, they've, the master blenders have created something not asked for by the marketing department. And we're like, hey, this would be a perfect one to fit this styling. Right. But a lot of times it's Raphael or, or, or the marketing department saying, we're coming out with this one next year. Here's what we're looking to do. Medium body. We want these certain flavor notes or this styling out of it. And then the then the master blenders will come through and, and start to create blends right. and do like we're doing. We've got two and three cigars that potentially could fit what they're looking for here. We don't know what it is. Right. We just know the, these are the ones that we feel pleasant. Then we go back and review them. Uh, once we, we look at the grading, we look at the scoring, and then does this fit what they're looking for? Are you allowed to tell us out loud which one this was? On camera? No. no. No? All right. You tell us off camera? Yes. Okay. All right. So we're going to get off camera. All right, everybody. All right, everyone. Thanks. Uh, thank you so much for Travis for, uh, for doing this. We want to do this again with you at some point. This was awesome. Very educational, both for us and our five viewers out there. Um, so uh, anything you want to plug? Anything Six. coming out from, from Monte Cristo? Oh, well, thank you very much. Hi, honey. Mrs. Pappenheim. Uh, anything coming out from, from Altidus that we want to know about? You know, we've got uh, two that I'm excited about. The first one is under the Romeo label, the Romeo Eternal. It's actually just, just being released now. And I found that in my bag, when I usually put a few cigars away for my travels, um, I found myself with actually like six or seven of them in there. And I don't know why. And I think it was just, I really liked the flavor, the way it just, every, the, the whole portrayal of the whole cigar just seemed to work for me. It just has delicate flavor, but it's very well-rounded and a lot of complexity to it. There's a lot going on, yeah. in my opinion. But it's a cigar that I grabbed a few just because I knew. I knew I, was, I, I wanted to bring these with me, and it's just a tasty, tasty unit. I'm excited to try it out. And then the other one um, that I'm also excited to come out with, but we just have to wait for the cigars to be ready. Uh, they're in the in the tempering phase right now to make sure that they're perfect, and that's the Monte Cristo Epic Vintage 12. We had the Vintage 7, but now having the, the next release, because the 7 mm. tobacco is, is pretty much done, but this is using 12 tobacco harvested under the blue moon phase. Uh, and during that blue moon phase at, at night and during when some of that harvesting gets taken, taken place, they do it under the blue moon, which is a great story to go along with it. But in that 12 year, that was a exceptional growing year, not only in, in the Dominican, but also in Central America. The crops did well amongst all of them, so that's why we're excited to bring this one out because the crops did really well, and the tobacco shows it. I'm very, very excited for it. So you, are, you heard it here, guys. Romeo Eternal and Monte Cristo Epic Vintage 12 Blue.
right? Did I get it all right? Monte Cristo Epic Vintage 12. Well, it's blue in color. Yeah. We say Vintage 12 blue, but that's just because it's got the blue yeah. coloring on it. It's an industry term. We're, we're I can insiders. give you a, a little inside secret about another one to come out, too, if you want. Yeah, absolutely. It's under the H. Upman label. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's a classic. H. Upman... 1844 Classic Series. Nice. Where's it being made? I'm not going to give that to you okay. yet. I'm going to tease you with this one. Because when you get this one in your hand, you're going to say, this could be a regular everyday cigar that I could grab, stick a dozen in my pocket, make it through the week, and just... Well, unfortunately, that's how we feel about the uh, 175th, but we don't have that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I think, is going to be in that affordable range that everybody could make this a regular smoke. And and I'm, I've tasted that the... the, the pre-production stuff um i'm just i got some on my desk i got an email today that they we've got some on my desk that they need to try when i get back but i'm excited to try this one i've just seen this one develop and it's it's, it's looking so good well so we're, good. we're big h upman so, guys here so, oh yeah so we're, we're, we're very excited for I it travis thank you very very much guys you heard it here first a lot of great stuff coming out from altidus usa make sure to comment like and subscribe anything else oh, and we're going to be the next uh two cigar reviewers for altidus usa yeah, apparently. Yeah. We're going to get, get shirts made. <laughs> we All should. Right. We should get shirts. Cigar review. Travis already made them. Oh, good. He's done. I want one. S- send them over. Mine says King Nerd. I'm Prince Nerd. And you're Princess? Sure. Can All you right. not have two princes? England doesn't even have two princes anymore. <laughs> one of them left. <laughs> and on that note. And on that note, thank you. <laughs> Bad jokes are keep falling. <laughs> Follow us, comment on how bad his jokes are. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Uh,